story goers, and welcome back to another episode of Tales from the Cartridge, the video game storytelling podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Eric Penrod. And I'm your other co-host, Ryan Bauer. Ryan, I'm I'm 32. Yep. Uh, and, you th- and I like to think I've learned throughout my life to uh, make positive choices, think through my actions, mm. uh, and try to set myself up for success. Yeah. To not go off, to not just like go blindly into something that I feel wishy-washy about uh, because of the pure enjoyment I would get from that one thing that could lead to disaster. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I ate five cookies this morning at 630, uh, and I've been in a lot of pain all morning. <laughs> I just... You make I, I I like to think this is this is my humble brag of the day. Uh, I I make fantastic cookies. I, yeah, I, you do I make some, good cookies. Yeah, I, I, that's right. I make you cookies. I made you and yeah. uh, your partner cookies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I uh, made some chocolate chip cookies last night for my partner, not for my fiance, because uh, she was at work and I wanted to do something nice, so made cookies. Um, and they just they were baller. I don't know if that word is, is baller still a thing. Can we call that a thing? is that is that a boomer <laughs> term now for us? It's not a a boomer (laughs) term. It's certainly not a Gen Z term, I don't think. But Mm. you know, it's 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 our term, and and that's okay. I mean, like, is it like the the kind of like uh, boomer like word that would be for like a like a I guess a millennial word is a better way of phrasing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, what would be like an equivalent like boomer term? Uh. That's a boomer term. Yeah, boomer like term. Like fly or like... Flies whipper? A fly, a flies boomer? No, probably not. It's probably Gen X. Um, yeah. No, I don't know. Uh, I, don't know whipper, a, I think whippersnapper. Whippersnapper is for sure a boomer term. I'm, I'm yeah. sure there's another one that I, for, for like cool, but I can't think of it. Uh, um, I wanted to say Charlie Horse, but that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> that is a word, though. That's a word. <laughs> it's a boomer term now. <laughs> Yeah, we're giving that uh-huh. to them. <laughs> we're gifting it. Here you go. <laughs> now, now, give us some houses, please. So yeah, we'll, exactly. Uh, live comfortably. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, how are you? Yeah. And what have you been up to? Or what have you been playing? What have you been playing? <laughs> uh, I am doing pretty well, uh, for the most part. It you is whippersnapper. You whippersnapper. I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> um, things are things are going good. It is um, work's been good and pretty chill. Um, mm. Lots of exciting stuff going on as we're ramping up for the new school year, um, but yeah, mm. it's it's going good. Lots of lots of exciting things happening. Um, very busy, uh, but a good a good busy that feels productive. And like, maybe this is a silly thing to say, but like since starting this job, which uh, for storygoers I started a new job, I'm now working more in like the public sector instead of the private sector. And uh, it feels like better walk like this is maybe like a silly thing to say. It feels better to like walk around the world or like walk around the city with which we live and be like, yeah, this I'm like helping this place be better in yeah. some ways. And maybe that's a bit of a silly yeah. thing to, to no, feel. Why, why not be silly? That's fantastic. That's uh, great. But it's like it feels better to walk around like you know having that um, even in like even like a very small way. Yeah. Um, it's so that's been great. It's it's a good it's a good change. Um, what I've been playing. Oh, I didn't write it down. I usually always write it down. A bunch of things. Um, uh, Viewfinder uh, game came out. It's kind of portal-like. Knocked it out in the afternoon. It's like six hours or so. I think I beat it in like four or five because I, I like got in the gotten like a zone. Um, it's like a very portal-y type game. It's very cool. Um, been playing some of that. The new Diablo season started, so I've been playing mm. a little bit of that here and there. Um, is there anything else I've been playing? 
I don't think so. Oh, I've, been, I've dipped back into Crusader Kings. I'm just kind of trying to burn, oh, cool. spin my wheels and burn time until, like, next week when Baldur's Gate comes out. Is um, next week Next already? Thursday, Baldur's Gate comes out. Baldur's oh, Gate 3. Wow. So I'm just kind of burning time until that comes out, and that's going to be very exciting and cool. I'm very hyped for that. Um, are yeah. you one of the people that are super excited to do promiscuous things with bears? <laughs> I know <laughs> it's not something I've thought about. If it happens, it happens. I don't. I don't. I. I. I, I bought the. I bought the beta ages ago, and I haven't touched it. So I don't know how attractive this bear is. So I can't make. I really can't make that kind of decision. Um, I appreciate your open mindedness, but at the same time, <laughs> I mean, it is a person in bear form. It is a druid who is wild shaped into a bear. Uh, I feel like they're. They is that are, what we tell ourselves now. <laughs> well, there's there's a level of consent that can exist that cannot exist in that's like a true. normal that creature. That being that said, uh, I still don't think it's maybe it's it's wild that they put that in the game. But you know, oh, so funny. <laughs> I think I read that like sales or pre-orders for the game like shot up. When they that. I'm <laughs> probably, pretty sure. Probably. Uh, I could be wrong, but I I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. 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 I mean, even just like that, that, that like is just making headlines. People are going to be like, oh, this game's coming out. I need to buy this. Yeah. It's wild. I need to do promiscuous things with bears <laughs> yeah. and other wood-like creatures or woodland creatures. <laughs> yeah. Wild. Who, have, who can consent? <laughs> wild. Yeah, uh, literally. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm I'm just biding my time until Baldur's Gate comes out next week, and also nice. I think there's a, the played up one year anniversary comes out next week, which is oh, exciting. I haven't no way. I don't know if there's anything in it, but that's also exciting. Um, but yeah, just kind of just kind of hanging. The, the a lot of the games that I've been playing a lot of are kind of starting to fizzle out a little bit, and we're moving into mm-hmm. the next phase as we rev up to the fall. But yeah. Ugh. Fall's gonna be too much. It's gonna be a lot. Fall's gonna be too much. It's gonna be a lot. It's, there's so many games coming out in October. It it's stupid. Yeah. It's just like so. I I shouldn't say so many. It's like not quantity. It's quality. For anyone who is interested in Assassin's Creed Mirage and Spider Man, you gotta beat Mirage in like a week. Yep. Before because Spider Man will be out, and then you can't be behind on that. I, I don't know like who decided that. That's so. That's such a bad decision. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I'm Mirage's part. Like, I I don't see people not saving their money and and waiting to buy Spider Man who want to buy Spider Man. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. just don't see. And they'll they'll buy Mirage instead. I think Mirage looks fantastic. I'm very excited for Mirage. I'm not trying to put it down, but like, I just don't see a world where Spider Man's gonna get outsold by Assassin's Creed Mirage. I could be very again, could be super wrong, but like, come on, it's Spider Man. And everyone's super psyched for it. Yeah, I mean, I think the 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 pe- amount of people who were who loved and enjoyed Spider Man versus the amount of people who over the past ten years have been burnt out by Assassin's Creed, like yep. you're gonna have a lot of folks. And I, I'm I'm very excited for Mirage. Um, I will probably I will end up getting both. Um, yeah, me too. But like, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a wild time. Yeah, it's crazy. I sorry, I'll get to myself in a second. I know not to go on a tangent here. I don't know about you, Ryan. Yeah, but I watched the trailer for Spider Man Two, yep. and it looks fantastic. Very, very excited for it. I, yeah, I am I, like everybody else. I'm thinking like we'll probably get to play as Venom. Hopefully, that'd yeah. be really cool. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not trying to die on this hill. I'm really not. I'm just trying to share how I feel because it's just kind of an inherent feeling I keep getting when I see the trailers. I still cannot get over Peter's new look. Mm. I really oh, don't right. like it. Yeah. I really, really, really don't like it. Yeah, like I adamantly look at me like you are like you're like a weird twelve year old hanging out with adults right now. Like, why are you here? Like, he just doesn't look. 
It just looks like a weird. It looks like Tom Holland got punched in the face a few times, and then it kind of healed. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and <laughs> left with this this Tom Holland look like I just I just miss the first Peter. Like for anyone who played the game when it first came out, the first Spider-Man game that came out, like that was that was Peter. And they did. I love that he just looked like a normal dude. Like he looked so. I don't know. I just it's. It's just so sad. I really don't buy whatever the reason. I forget what the reason was. It's something yeah. about like this face shape was better for doing stuff than the first sure. model's face or whatever. I don't know, man. I just can't. I just I that that's really it's really bumming me out. It really for some reason. I'm just yeah. trying not to focus on it and just focus on the game and playing the game and enjoying the game because it's gonna be amazing. But that Peter model just really <laughs> irks me. Yeah. I just don't enjoy him. I don't enjoy him. Yeah. And by the way, sorry. I again gonna love this game. Just, <laughs> I don't know why. I maybe maybe they'll hear this and they'll change things. I doubt it. Uh, what in the in the gameplay trailer they released a few weeks ago? I think I, already, I mean I already mentioned this too, so I'm gonna yeah. apologize if I did. Uh, when he has the venom suit on, the black suit on, and Miles is like, Peter, what are you doing? That or, I think they're going after Blizzard, right? I think yeah, yeah, um, they're chasing Blizzard down, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, he has massive teeth. Why are you going to do that? He didn't say it like that, but basically. And then Peter goes, don't worry. I have sharp teeth, too. <laughs> and it's like, that was really bad. You know what I mean? Like, that yeah. was bad. Like, that yeah. was just bad. Because so, so uh, you not... don't. You don't have sharp teeth. <laughs> yeah. like, there's nowhere, nowhere on you. Do you have sharp teeth? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I am still, I'm hopeful, though. I'm hopeful. Yeah. I yeah, sound yeah, like yeah. such a hater right now. I don't mean to. I really don't. I'm just I guess I, I haven't talked about any of these things with anyone recently, so I'm trying to get this all out. Yeah, you know it's, I mean? it's been some time. We've had things have been a little busy, so we, we, yeah. we need to have some time to, to, to share all of our thoughts and feelings. Yes. Uh, so I'll just keep talking then. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'll be fast. I'll, I'll, I'll wrap it up in a second. Uh, I'm good. I am uh, studying for my uh, license test for social work. I take my test uh, next month, and I'm super nervous. It's a 270-minute uh, test. Yeah, uh, and you can't, you have to have like a, a I think it's like eighty five percent correct on it to eighty five percent of the test correct to to pass it. Yeah, um, and so it's just very 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 nerve wracking. Um, so I'm just studying, and but if I if I it's cool because like if I if I pass the test and become an LCSW, a licensed clinical social worker, I will have the same level of licensure that my therapist had when I was a teenager growing up. Oh, that's really so cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a really cool full circle thing. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, it'd be like, wow, like this this experience I had as a teenager brought me to this point where I've now achieved this level of uh, expertise in this field. You know what I mean? As a, yeah. as, a, as a therapist, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, so, so yeah, and then I have family up the wazoo coming to visit Maine because Maine is vacation land for some reason, mm-hmm. um, even though it's full of old people and everyone complains about it, but whatever. I don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I had a client the other day, I had an eight-year-old client the other day, he's super into fishing, and he's like, he goes like, you know that they have like restrictions on how much lobster you can get, right? I was like, no, I didn't, I don't think I realized that. He goes, yeah. He goes like, if we ran out of lobster, that'd be awful. I was like, you're right. That would be horrible. I'd be really bad for the the ecosystem. He goes, obviously, because we have two. We go by Maine has two things we go by: one, vacation land, and two, lobster world. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what? And he goes, like, everyone knows that we're called Lobster World here. That's what Maine is. Maine is Lobster World. And I was like, you're right. We can't be called Lobster World. We don't have lobster. Lobster World. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. 
it's logic uh so yeah anyway that's cute and then what i've been playing i've been playing i beat zelda, I don't know if you beat zelda. yeah very it's exciting very very fun did you beat zelda yet you yes zelda? well yes. now i i i started the i i i don't want to spoil anything i started that ending and yes. then she finished the ending finished it yeah okay. yeah that that starting the ending was very hard and stressful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and I was panicking. And then finishing the ending was kind of more like, woo! You know, yeah, like that. This you is know wild I mean? and cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, when you know, you know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like you, Ryan. I'm kind of in this phase now after Zelda's done. I just don't want to jump into anything crazy right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of storied out. Um, so I have jumped. My, a lot of my clients. Uh, young and older, young, young, young and our age have all gone back to Fortnite. All of a sudden, I've had like six people talk about going back to Fortnite, and I was like, "I'll try it. Why not?" And I've just been hooked. I've yeah. been playing Fortnite. I've been getting wins. It's been a lot of fun. Awesome. I yeah. love knowing that there's bots in it now. Has made me so much more fearless mm-hmm. than I did when I first played. When I first played, I used to be so like con- uh, conflict adverse. I'd like, be trying to stay away from everybody. And yeah. just trying to, to be sneaky and win. Now I just run to every single thing I hear. Like a chipmunk. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is that, like a chipmunk? Is that a thing? I don't know <laughs> chipmunks like a dog are a chipmunk. known for running towards danger. <laughs> <laughs> just picture a chipmunk with a gun and that's me with one. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, I just been... It's been so much fun. I don't know why that game is just such a such a great game to. Yeah. I mean, it, you can't. I don't think anyone can deny. You can. You can not like it. You can hate it. Sure. Uh, but I don't think you can say it's a bad game because, like, look at. It's just so successful. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Optimus Prime came out of a bush the other day and tried to kill me, and I said, <laughs> "Not today." <laughs> and I got him, and I won. Like murdered Optimus Prime. I, I was like, where did that come from? And then from the bushes, Optimus Prime in crouched position, <laughs> <laughs> crouching out. And I was like, oh, Fuck no, wild. no, no, no. Fuck wild. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then I uh, have also been playing, uh, oh, I bought Street Fighter VI. I've been playing oh, Street Fighter VI a little exciting. bit. very exciting. Yeah. I've been really enjoying that a lot also. Yeah. I just, I love fighting games. I'm just bad at them. So I'm, yeah. trying, I'm trying to take my, I'm trying to be uh, just kind of sitting in this discomfort of not being good at them and just kind of working my way towards eventually getting good i think my yeah. ho- that's my hope at least i don't think i want to be a pro or anything like that but i just would like to feel like i'm i'm pretty decent at it you know yeah so but it is a lot of fun so yeah. oh, okay i'll shut up thanks for everyone listening to that that, that whole <laughs> ramble 14 <laughs> minutes in perfect timing perfect Story timing. <laughs> we hope you're doing well and we hope that you enjoyed our last episode of pokemon yellow part five uh, we're finally getting the pacing going for everyone who voted in our polls uh for red and pikachu to fight Rattata again uh, and the the overall result was yes they wanted to I'm sorry I just didn't want to <laughs> I didn't want to drag us any longer so we're finally getting to our first gym we're we're gonna face off against Brock uh, but can Red beat Brock when he has an electric type Pokemon and Brock has ground and rock Pokemon we'll see doesn't doesn't Not look looking good great. doesn't look doesn't good. look good doesn't look good so we'll see what happens with that. Um, as always, Storygoers, you can email us your thoughts, feelings, and perspectives to talesfromthecartridge at gmail.com. All of the E's are threes. You can also leave us uh, some uh, DM. Or you can also comment. I got to fix that. You can also comment and post on our social medias. We're on Instagram and threads now. Uh, Twitter's dead. We all know it. Elon, Elon Musk had a, a cameo in Iron Man 2. Did you know that? I didn't know that. That, that, yeah. that, that's, that tracks. Um, yeah. It, yeah, I think that tracks, but that's wild. I what saw a tweet. Sorry, I'll get back to the spiel. I saw a thread. I saw a thread, I think. I mean, not a tweet. 
uh, the other day, someone was like, I'm tired of millionaires having problems because then it becomes all of our own problems. <laughs> yeah. uh, and how Elon Musk got dumped by a goth girlfriend and how that's so hard, but we're all dealing with ramifications and he needs to stop. And I thought that was very funny. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That's Lagoon. <laughs> that's Lagoon. Uh, so social medias and all that you can leave us a voicemail or text at our toll free number at 207-494-4334 or comment on the question below if you're listening on spotify there's a question below this right now that you can go down and answer give your input on this episode and we'll read all of those on the show you can also if you feel in your heart of hearts that you love us enough to do so donate to our patreon if you feel inclined enough we are posting exclusive scripts i haven't posted in a long time i'll be super upfront with you not the best way to ask for uh money when i say i haven't posted uh but i will be getting those out soon i'm trying to get a good balance here um and of course the warm and fuzzy feelings of supporting your favorite podcast uh if you could also rate us on spotify and uh apple or any platform that you're on that rates us five stars or however many things that'd be fantastic um yeah okay Ryan, I yeah. feel like I have been talking way too much. No. Uh, would you do us the honors of introducing this episode, or the story for this episode, and jumping into the background stuff? I will do my best. Um, so we are talking today Perfect. about a newer game, uh, a mm-hmm. nice little game called uh, Bread and Fred, uh, which if you've never heard of it, um, before Eric uh, came up with the script, I hadn't either, but I'm very excited and it looks like an incredible time. Um, this game is developed by Sandcastle Studios, published by Apogee Entertainment. It was released May 2023 for Windows and May and July 9th for OS. Um, the studio consists of three folks. Uh, I'm going to do my best. These folks are located in Barcelona, so these are, I'm assuming, Spanish names. Um, but I'm going to do my best here. Uh, David uh, Lozano, uh, Gilliam Romero, and Victor Valiente um, are the three folks who made this uh, fun game. And uh, also, obviously, came up with everything that we're about to talk about here. Yeah, yeah. It's only three people, which is really cool. It became a huge thing on um, streaming, like Twitch and stuff, because yeah. it's a speedrunning game. Yeah. Um, well, actually, let's just jump right into memories. Ryan, do you, do you have any inkling about this game or any kind of connection to it? No, my first, I, I, I um, you had, you, we talked about uh, recording and doing a script, and I, I saw the title and was confused by it. I did some Googling. Uh, it looks like a very fun game, um, very, very exciting, very similar to some other games in the past. Uh, but that that's the extent of it. It is cute, the music sounds really fun and catchy, and the gameplay yeah. looks like uh, infuriating and fun. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, I haven't, I bought this game. I haven't play, had time to play it yet, but uh, I saw someone streaming it on YouTube the other day, and I just thought it was the cutest game. It, it it's one of those games where like it has little, it has t- uh, parts where there's like people doing fun voices, or there's, there's no voice acting. Let me start again. Sorry. What I found interesting about this game is that it's a story about these two penguins who have some kind of bond together we don't not really sure what bond they have what kind of relationship this is uh but working together to climb this mountain and really there's no story per se involved other than the idea that they're trying to climb this mountain however they run into fun little characters um and along their way as they try to you know climb this mountain um i just thought it'd be fun to kind of take some liberties and just write a story around the experience as well as allow us to do silly and funny voices so i was just really excited for that and uh yeah and then really is it this is more on the shorter side um 
This is a pretty short script, but I thought it was cute. And we can do the voices this time. And of course, we can always make this into a bedtime story as well, if anyone would, would like that. If you would like this as a bedtime story, uh, please let us know. I'd be happy to, to turn this into one um, if anyone's interested. So, but yeah, it's, it's a really just cute short story. Um, and hopefully everyone likes it, I guess. I'm running out of uh, memory in my <laughs> mind. <laughs> Burnt out, gassed out. Burnt, yeah, kind of. Yeah, studying yeah, and family will do that. Oh, I mean, I was telling you this is the first time in like two weeks that I've had time to myself, and I'm a I'm more introverted than extroverted. I think I think everybody has a little bit of both in some capacities. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm a, I'm more introverted, and I just like have not had time to just be with myself and recharge. You know what I mean? So I'm still I'm still catching up a little bit. So we'll yeah, see. if I was in your situation, I would be like tearing houses down like i would not i don't know <laughs> why, why are you tearing houses down? <laughs> i don't know if i have proper coping skills to handle like two weeks without some alone time i think i would i think i would think i would lose it there's ryan with his hammer knocking houses down <laughs> there he, he, needs is. To come. he needs some time to himself i think <laughs> yeah. oh, just destroying property <laughs> uh, cops are coming trying to calm you down he just keeps tearing houses down yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny <laughs> All right, well then, without further ado, let's jump into this... Oh, I'm sorry, actually. Let's climb into this tale ah. uh, of two penguins and their journey to ascend a treacherous mountain in Bread and Fred. Welcome to the beginning of a journey. A journey of two brave penguins, Bread and Fred. At the base of the snowy mountain lived the two friends, along with other penguins living in their village. Bread was short and stout, a red scarf wrapped around his body. Fred was taller and slightly more lengthy. He wore a green scarf around himself. Both trusted one another on the journey they were about to start. To climb to the top of the mountain, a challenge that very few penguins have ever been able to make. The reason behind their journey was a mystery, but their determination had never been stronger. The two awoke at the base of the mountain and stood from their snowy bed. They flexed their muscles to show their strength to one another, to pump each other up. A strong rope was attached to both of their waists, as both needed one another to ascend the mountain. Bread and Fred lived at the base of this mountain in a small penguin village known as New Beakville. A quaint village where penguins lived in solidarity with one another and their beautiful snow-built houses. Bread and Fred waddled over to the elderly-looking penguin. He was known to all as Old Man, a title that he did not love, but learned to tolerate. Well, the time has come. Be careful. Help each other. It will come in handy. And don't forget your training with Charlie. Your goal is to reach the top. But if you collect any photos on the way, cherish them. 
as treasures, okay? Those photos are a reminder of my youth. It would mean a lot to me. Now go! Get out of my sight! I'm taking a nap. Brett and Fred said nothing to the rude and demanding old man. They didn't have time to be looking for his old baby photos. They had a mission to complete. They turned to begin their trail up the mountain, beginning with the friendly foothills. A simple climb up the ledges awaited the two penguins as they journeyed to find their friend Charlie. Fred jumped up to the nearest ledge first, and Fred behind him. The two jumped together to the next ledge, and then hopped over a small gap, as they saw their climbing instructor, Charlie, waiting nearby. They approached the adorably small penguin, as he wore his warm jacket, with eye goggles resting on his forehead. Let's review some of the key points from our climbing lesson. I hope you don't forget anything this time, so pay attention! The most important one is swinging. To swing, one of you needs to act as an anchor. Your partner needs to drop down and swing from one side to the other. Easy peasy. With this, I think you guys are ready for your adventure. Remember not to fall and everything will be okay. You can check the manual too if you forget anything. Charlie flapped his little penguin hands and flew away. Which didn't make much sense because penguins don't like typically fly. But they also don't usually tie themselves together to climb a mountain, so who am I to judge? The two penguins jumped a small gap to the next ledge and stopped. Their next foothold was too far for them to jump together to. They would need to work together to make it across. Bred and Fred looked at one another, and both wanted to be the anchor. They stared at one another as they continued to insist that they should be the anchor. Neither would budge. Knowing they would never make it at this rate, they would have to settle it in the way that all penguins do. Playing rock, paper, scissors. Both penguins held up their flippers and began the process. Rock, paper, scissors, Shoot. Both flippers shot forth, Fred with scissors, and Bred with rock. How Fred did scissors with his flippers is unknown at this time. Bred was victorious as he sat on the ground, smiling. He anchored his bum as Fred jumped off the ledge and dangled from the rope attached to his waist. Swaying back and forth, Fred began to swing, left to right. The slightly taller penguin swung further left to right as he gained enough momentum. With Fred going fast enough, the two penguins counted down together. Three, two, one, go. Fred unanchored his bum as Fred flew forward and both penguins landed safely at their next foothold. The two continued upward, hurling themselves up ledge by ledge. As they traveled, they discovered a lazy penguin sitting in its sweater. It was a penguin known by the name of Fran. Hi there! 
What a challenge you are undertaking! Enjoy the trip! They are not coming back. Brad and Fred were so focused on their journey to the top of the mountain that they didn't even hear Fran's rude statement. They hopped to the next ledge and prepared to swing to the next ledge far away. Fred immediately anchored his bum to the ground as it was only fair that Bread would swing next. Bread sighed and dropped from the ledge and dangled below from his rope. The short and chubby penguin swung back and forth as Fred kept his bum firmly in the snowy ground. As Bread began to swing back and forth, Fred unanchored his bum and the two flew forward. Bread made it safely to the ledge, but Fred just missed. Fred clung to the rocky wall as Bread realized his partner was in danger. Bread took the rope from the... Fred took a deep breath and gave a sigh of relief. The two hurried up the next ledge as they saw their climbing instructor, Charlie, once again, waiting for their arrival. Oh, I forgot to remind you one more thing. Sorry, guys. My bad. Uh, you can grab most walls for a limited amount of time. That could be useful to know. Bread and Fred stared at Charlie with looks of disgust and annoyance. This would have been good to have gone over before their last jump, where Fred almost bit the big one. Alright, that's it. Good luck. Charlie flapped his flippers once again as he began to soar into the sky. Bread wondered why they had never been able to see their climbing instructor climb and just always fly everywhere. Bread wondered how much snow he could eat before getting a brain freeze. Bread and Fred continued to climb the mountain, using all of their skills to help them. Bread grabbed onto rock walls as Fred would swing them to nearby ledges. They were a great team. You can only hear this as I explain it, but I'm watching them right now and I am blown away by the teamwork of these two penguins. Simply astonishing. You're truly missing out. Fred took a breath and looked around as Bread laid on his back, tired. The two took a moment to collect themselves before continuing on. Bread stood up and waddled past Fred to look at where they would go next. As Fred watched, he noticed a picture sticking to Bread's back. The green scarfed penguin waddled to Bread and took the picture from off his back. It was a picture of a mother and father penguin as they admired their newly hatched baby. On the back of the photo, the words, Our Baby, were written on it, with a heart drawn next to it. Bread questioned why Fred tried to prank him by putting a picture on his back. Fred gave Bread a blank stare and explained that Bread probably laid on the picture while it was on the ground and it stuck onto him. As they both looked at the picture, Fred remembered the old man's words, the favor he'd asked them in collecting any photos of his childhood. A connection was made in Fred's head as he realized the baby in the photo had been the old man. He showed it to Bread, who didn't really seem to care much as Fred let the picture go and it flew away because they were not there to collect photos. I'm just changing it up. 
I don't know why. It just seemed better that way. The two penguins continued upward as they crossed treacherous snowy paths and barely made it across massive gaps. They climbed up to a large ledge and noticed one single penguin sitting alone by a fire. This penguin was known as Edgar. Brad and Fred approached him as he turned and smiled at them. Hey, bros, what are you doing here? You going to the top? Good luck, you guys. You're going to need it. <laughs> Brad and Fred politely smiled as they felt something was off with their new friend, Edgar. Huh? Excuse my partner, Trenton. He's very shy. Uh, since we climbed, well, tried to climb. He's been quite quieter. But somewhat malnourished. Fred stared, confused by Edgar's comment on having a partner, as Brad ferociously tapped Fred's shoulder. As he turned to see what Bred wanted, Fred realized that across from Edgar was the skull of a penguin. Fred looked to Bred as they both realized something horrific had occurred here. But it's alright. The important thing is to try. <laughs> I'm fine. What's that? <laughs> You're so funny, Trenton. You have a killer sense of humor. Uh, don't pay attention to him. He just talks nonsense sometimes. Bred looked to Fred. As if he was trying to say, that skull did not talk. Which Fred obviously knew. Of course, you two seem prepared. I'm sure you're good at climbing, unlike others. Brett and Fred slowly moved away from Edgar, giving their goodbyes as they desperately wanted to get away. Are you sure you don't want to stay here? I have plenty of food. I have uh, wings of, um, well, something delicious. Uh... Brett and Fred looked back in horror as they immediately knew what those wings were. They quickly jumped to the next ledge and continued forward. Edgar waved them off with a gentle smile on his face. The two adventurers found themselves at the entrance of a cave that went into the mountain. Lit lanterns illuminated the dark interior of the mountain. Bred and Fred climbed through the cavern as they realized they made it to a point where they couldn't climb anymore. A massive gap between them and a vertical rock wall seemed almost impossible to cross. Bred and Fred stared at the next challenge and collected their thoughts. Fred felt they could make it if they worked together perfectly. Bred thought he could eat Fred if they don't make it like Edgar had with Trenton. The two penguins looked at one another and gave each other a confident nod. Bred jumped below the ledge under Fred and dangled in the air. Fred anchored his bum as Bred started to sway back and forth. Bred gained more and more momentum and yelled to Fred to let go on his next swing forward. Fred took a deep breath and unanchored his bum as Bred swung forward with all of his might. The two penguins soared through the air and both grabbed hold of the vertical rock wall. Fred looked down at Bred, just below him, and nodded as he let go. Bred held tight as his partner dangled just below from the rope and swung again. Fred swung forward so hard that the rope behind him snagged the vertical rock wall and angled him to the opposite side of it. Fred yelled out to Bred to let go as the red scarf penguin followed the direction. Bred let go and swung from all of his might forward hoping they could grab onto anything ahead of them. As he moved forward, Bred let go, and the two flew through the air and barely 
made it to the rock ledge. The two penguins were breathing heavy and tired, but also felt relieved to have made it safely. Fred and Fred continued their journey as they ran into another penguin who was idly sitting with a fishing pole in his flippers. A long line was cast below him as Fred and Fred separately wondered what he could possibly be fishing for up high in the mountain. Nothing, they just have my biting, man. They ignored the weird penguin as Bred thought that weirdly he would be a good fit for a friend for Edgar. They continued to travel onwards until they reached the entrance of the fishy mines. More tunnels were carved out of the mountain and lanterns pushed away the darkness. The smell of fish sat in the air as Bred and Fred noticed bins full of fish being pulled up and down, left and right, all over the mountains. They realized the mines could help them get up the mountain easier by swinging from cart to cart as they go up. As their stomachs rumbled, Bred tried to take a fish, but Fred pushed his hand away. The fish were not theirs for the taking, and they needed to focus on getting up the mountain. Bred stared at his partner as he quickly grabbed two fish, shoving one in his own mouth and the other in Fred's. Fred was clearly upset, but his stomach was appreciative to Bread. Up more minecarts full of fish as Bread and Fred continued to travel up inside of the mountain. Traveling from minecart to minecart was difficult, but the duo started to see the gray light from the sky shining gently into the cave. The bright light from the lit lanterns helping keep the darkness at bay less and less. They had somehow made it out of the mines and outside of the mountain again. The wind blew with ferocity as it pushed Bred and Fred back. They could barely keep their footing, let alone make progress. Fred anchored quickly as Bred tried to swing past the large gap to the next ledge. However, as Bred flew forward and Fred unanchored, the wind quickly picked up and pushed against the advancing climbers. Bred and Fred flew back, both hitting a rock wall behind them and falling. Both panicked as they luckily landed on their faces onto a platform just below them. As they slowly rose from their snow-faced prints they had unintentionally made, Bred realized that he and Fred were okay as he ran to his friend, hugging him tightly. Fred realized they had been lucky and survived their fall. He hugged Bred back, showing his partner he cared for him deeply too. Bred looked to Fred and asked if they should stop now, so they don't turn out like Edgar and Trenton or any of the other weird penguins they've seen on the mountain. Fred stared at Bred for a moment and smiled as he thanked his friend for the concern. Fred tightened the rope on his waist and asked Bred to try one more time. Fred would never have gotten this far without Bred, and he felt deeply in his penguin heart that they could go all the way. Bred refused at first, but quickly realized that going down would be terrifying also, so they might as well just keep going up. The two started again, making it back up to where they had been before, falling, and they waited. Fred realized the wind blew in perfect intervals as Bred pondered how they would ever make it down the mountain and if they should just become weird hermits 
like everyone else below. As the wind stopped blowing, Fred jumped down from the ledge and dangled below the anchored bread. Fred swung as the wind started blowing again. Bread stayed anchored as they waited for the wind to stop. Fred yelled out to Bread to get ready. Bread heard Fred yell, get Betty, and questioned who this person was and why he should invest his time getting her. As the wind stopped, Fred yelled out to Bread, who unanchored as the two went flying forward and made it to the next ledge. They anchored and congratulated one another as the wind began to blow again. They knew how to get past the wind and had never felt more confident in themselves. They continued to travel up the mountain once more, the wind never able to stop them as it once had before. Both penguins smiled as they traveled higher and higher up the mountain until the bright crescent of the moon lit over their heads. The wind had finally stopped as Bred and Fred realized they had finally made it to the top of the mountain. They jumped up and down in joy, hugging each other, and screamed in delight. Bread took out a celebratory fish that he had stolen from the fishy mines and ate one with Fred, who didn't care where the fish came from. Nothing had ever tasted better. They walked the top of the mountain as they saw their goal finally come into view. A mailbox. Simply painted white. This was not a journey for fame or fortune. It was a journey to send an important letter. Fred took out the letter from his bag as Bread took out an envelope from his. They presented the letter and envelope to one another as they combined them and sealed it shut. Bread held the letter high over his head, triumphant, as he and Fred walked it over to the mailbox. As Bread and Fred walked over, a sudden gust of wind whooshed across them, forcing the letter from Bread's hands and fluttering off the mountain below. Bread and Fred watched in horror as the letter flew away. Bread looked to Fred as Fred looked to Bread. Both gave one another a smile and a nod. They ran and jumped together off the mountaintop as they knew their journey together wasn't over just yet. They had climbed the mountain before and they knew they could do it again as long as they had each other. The end. Whew. Whew. Been doing pauses. Ryan. Yeah. What'd you think of the story in Fred and Fred? Bread and Fred. I keep messing it up. <laughs> uh, I thought it was really charming and sweet. I think the the concept is really exciting and I think there's a it's really easy to relate to like whether it's like climbing a mountain or doing something that's very hard, that that like that paragraph he had at the end of like feeling really great, I was like so well, uh, so relatable and well written, and in and like I think really brought the whole thing together. I thought the ending is is very silly and uh, very fitting for the tone mm-hmm. of the rest of the story. Uh, the cast of characters we meet are just all ridiculous and silly, which I think are the best kind for these type of experiences. Um, overall, it's a, a very nice, charming little game uh, and a little story that like doesn't need to be any more than it is, um, but still gives you enough to care about these characters and want them to be successful um, in a way that I think is, is is really great. So yeah, I I I thought it was very fun. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I took a lot of like liberties. Like yeah. obviously the 
the get Betty thing was my idea. <laughs> even the even the sharing of a, of a fish at the end on top of the mountain was my idea. A yeah. lot of these little things because this is again this is a speed running game. It's yeah. not so much about story. Um, so I took a lot of liberties. I was trying to think like if if these two penguins actually did this in this like silly world, what would it, you know? What's the Pixar Pixar version of this? Yeah. Um, and that's what I was kind of going for. Um, but it's just really cute. And, you know, and it's just like, it kind of shows like the, the importance of teamwork and trusting a partner and, and, um, what, what you can achieve from that and the horrors of even doing it with Edgar and Trenton, um, and just how weird people can be. I love that Charlie can fly and that he easily could just ascend the mountain and just deliver this letter for them. But for whatever reason, they're not doing that. Um, (laughs) So it's just cute. it's just a cute game. I just yeah. thought it was so funny. The Edgar part though, when he's clearly eating his his dead partner, um, was that was the moment I was like, I should cover this game. This is really weird. <laughs> this is um, wild. This, yeah, this is wild, and that's the only real dark point in the game. Um, but it just seems so fitting. It was yeah. just so funny. Um, that and I just and just talking about how hor- horrified these two were. Uh, for this experience, it's just really, it's just, I had, a, I just had a lot of fun writing it. You know what yeah. I mean? I wish there was more dialogue, um, but it, the game didn't give that. I didn't want to expound on something that wasn't necessarily mine in that regard. Like the dialogue is, is, was clearly written by the creator of the game for whatever intent they had. I want to honor that. So, um, but the exposition, you know, the, the narrative, uh, of like what exactly the Brett and Fred do are kind of things I wanted to add just to give it a little spice. So, yeah. um, Hopefully the all the swinging and jumping made sense. It was, <laughs> yeah. I was trying my best to make it as easy to read as possible. Um, if not, just picture two penguins climbing up a mountain <laughs> as you hear it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I just thought it was a really cute game, and hopefully one that you and I can play together. I think it'd be yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, that'd be very fun. Yeah. 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 So yeah, just a nice, easy story. Very small, very simple. Um, because summertime is wild. Um, but we're trying to get back on. I mean, I speak for my. I should speak for myself. I'm trying to get back on track with writing scripts and getting into the groove of things again um, once things calm down. So we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. So, yeah. But storygoers, let us know what you think. Uh, I'm going to put the poll question below. Uh, so if you want to answer, go for it. But the poll question for this episode will be like, what would it take for you to climb up a giant snowy mountain with your best friend? What would the end goal have to be for you to want to do that? Would it be simply mailing a letter or would it be like $10 million? I'd be more in the $10 million part of that <laughs> equation. You know, what What would it take for you to to ascend a mountain with your best friend? I'm, I, I'm curious to know. Um, so please, if you want to answer the poll question below, it'd be great. You could also send us your thoughts, feelings, and perspectives on this game to talesfromthecartridge at gmail.com. All the E's are threes. Uh, also on our social media. Or by leaving a voicemail or a text at 207-494-4334. And we'll read all those in a future episode. So, um, but yeah. So, uh, hopefully everyone's doing well. Everyone's doing great. Um, am I missing anything, Ryan? My brain's kind of fried. No, I, I, I will say that if somebody listens to this episode and by the end are like inspired, if anybody wants to send us $100,000, Eric and I will tie our oh. to each other and climb Arcadia Mountain for sure. Uh, <laughs> or Katahdin uh, for $100,000 definitely. I will dress up as a penguin and do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So in, in case there's anybody out there who just really wants to see that happen in the world, uh, we'll do it for sure. Yeah. For $100,000. For $100,000. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. 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 I'll sell out. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Uh, storygoers we hope you're happy we hope you're well we hope you enjoyed this episode and we will see you 
in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.